Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's podcast, we are talking about sexy confidence, sexy getaways, and all of the tips for planning your own little fun getaway. This episode is so phenomenal and Erica blew my mind. Cannot wait for you to hear all of her juicy tips. And it's based around your love language. Can you say ooh la la? Before we get into today's episode, Get the Sex You Desire is back and upgraded. I am so excited to have Get the Sex You Desire back where we are helping women uncover their deepest sexual desires, expand what pleasure looks like, improve their confidence in the bedroom, and start having consistent, mind-blowing, toe-curling, partnered sex. Did you know that the lack of intimacy was the cause of 55% of divorces? But that's not for you, not after Get the Sex You Desire. We are really going to tap into what pleasure can look like and help you and your partner start exploring more in the bedroom. If you're not partnered, that is a-okay because in Get the Sex You Desire will give you the framework so that when you do have a partner, you can cultivate this mind-blowing sex from the beginning. Ultimately, Get the Sex You Desire is for you if you feel like you're having good sex, but you're ready for that next level, that mind-blowing sex, or if you're unsure about what is even on your pleasure menu, what do you like, or maybe you just desire to improve your intimacy and connection with your partner, or you are tired of going through the motion in the bedroom and want to start enjoying sex more. You deserve a sexually satisfying relationship. So join me for Get the Sex You Desire. To learn more, go to sex.jordandonnell.com. I can't wait to see you there. Joining me today is Erica Rose. This is a friend of mine, a peer and client of mine, and I am so excited to chat with her about her sexy confidence journey, what the hell it even means to be sexy confident, and her sexy getaways. That being said, let's jump right into it. So Erica, I'm so excited to have you here today to talk more about what is sexy confidence? Mm, Sexy confidence is this term I came up with about five years ago when I was unconfident within myself, knowing myself, knowing my sexual pleasures, knowing my desires, how to speak that clearly. I was so unsure about myself inside and outside the bedroom. And through discovering and going along my journey of exploring in a safe, supporting community of friends and partners, I was able to have this explosion of confidence that not only portrays in the bedroom, but in my personal life as well too, and my business. I love that. And something that I find with a lot of my clients is that when you work on your confidence in the bedroom, that radiates into other areas of your life. 
how does one like start this journey in becoming sexually confident? I really believe it's with the proper knowledge. So figuring out the education that best supports your body anatomy for you. So you can understand what is happening, what the response is like. So when things do happen, you're not questioning, is this normal or is this me? Yes, it is normal. It is you. And the uh, uniqueness about yourself is absolutely beautiful. And then accept that, love it, embrace it. And it creates this pathway that we go on that everything you start to do in your life outside the bedroom falls into that same habit that you created for yourself. So you said when these things are happening, are there specific things that you see with women? Oh, I love the client that reached out to me and she's like, I'm very confused. Can you talk about female waterfalling? And I had no idea what she was speaking of. So I had to Google it myself, but she had no idea that her body was giving off this pleasure in a female ejaculation. And she was questioning it and she felt uncomfortable about it until she knew, oh, that is the ultimate achievement that some women really seek after. And some of our penis play partners really want to help us achieve as well too. Why do you think that some people are, for lack of better terms, obsessed with squirting? It's the well, it's a very taboo thing that nobody talks about. Nobody has a good understanding of what it is either. It's this magical land that nobody really gets to explore. And one in a hundred people actually understand what it is. And then you have like one in a million. They're like, oh, wait, I can do that. I can achieve it. Well, all of us can achieve it as long as you know where your pleasure lies and how to go about it by relaxing your body and what area of your body to stimulate and what kind of experiences can lead you to that as well too. It's that very far-fetched thing that we believe and we just need to bring it that it's everyone's reality as long as we have the proper knowledge and education behind it. Yeah. And I think that like porn really made a big highlight on squirting and you see it in a lot of different porn shows. And I think that's where like it became quote mainstream that people should be squirting or attempting to squirt. What are your thoughts? I love to correct people on squirting versus ejaculation. Ejaculation is what we see a lot in the adult film industry. And this is where a lot of humans don't understand that that is different than squirting. And there's two different ways to really go about it as well, too. Squirting can happen in penetration in the right position or the bedroom accessory fingers. And your cum is different when you are squirting. You just might not be relaxed enough to do the ejaculation that we see in a lot of these adult film industries. So what is really the difference between female ejaculation and squirting? (laughs) So squirting, when you feel and look at your cum, it is a whiter, stringier texture to it. And 
it's not giving that. I'm trying to think the word. I'm like projectile that we see in the adult film industry, where it is all over your partner, all over the bedroom, all over their face, wherever it may be. That is what we're seeing as the ejaculation part. So when we look at penis play partners, when they are ejaculating and is going a distance, that's what we're looking at ejaculation versus just the squirting part. And would you say that squirting is more of like a water-like substance? It's a little thicker and it has like this stringier texture to it. Okay. Is it true that in like porn, sometimes they have these like devices inside the vagina that are able to squirt to create the illusion of squirting? That I cannot verify, but I completely believe believe it due to it being the film industry. A lot of the behind the scenes that we do not see are used, such as when they achieve the orgasm and how long it really takes and that they are using lubrication for backdoor play and they are using condoms. We don't see all the behind the scenes stuff, which makes it feel like we can achieve those things and we go to do it. We don't understand why it's not happening either. Right. Because porn gives us this false idea of what sex is when it really isn't. And sex is so much more. I agree completely. Sex is beyond just penetration and we need to explore more of intimacy and not just sex to really create what most of us are seeking out there for is the pleasure and the connection with another person that when we are born, we are literally connected to someone before we enter this world. And then after we enter this world, we're on this journey of looking for that connection again. And intimacy can really help with that connection piece we're seeking. Yes. I love that. I was literally just recording a podcast before this one where we talked about the difference between sex and intimacy. And there is a difference. There is a big difference. So love, love, love that. So something else I wanted to really chat with you about is your sexy getaways that you go on. What in the world are these sexy getaways that you have? Sexy getaways was something that started in my life. I'm um, being a independent business woman, woman who also seeks a relationship with someone else who is very equal in an independent business and lifestyle. It's hard to always connect. I personally am a mother as well too. And I know that parents can definitely relate to this, that we put our jobs, our kids, our dogs, our pets, our house, everything comes first. And when we get stressed out, the first thing that comes off the table is sex. And that's probably one of the worst things to take off the table because sex releases those endorphins to lower your anxiety, lower stress, lower depression as well too. And the sexiest thing that I have found is to schedule sex. And a lot of people, they don't find time in their schedule. They can't find an hour to or weekend getaway to go do this. So instead of planning a dinner out and paying for dinner, a babysitter, 
what we've created is go get a hotel room, pay for that instead, get all dolled up, just like you were going out to dinner and go off with your partner to relax your mindset, not worry about the dirty dishes in the sink and connect with that person. Use your time wisely and take your priorities. So we took sexy getaways to a little bit of a higher level. Over the past two years, especially during COVID, we need to get out of our houses. So we found many different ways to create these sexy getaways. And the entire time that we're planning them, is complete foreplay. And by the time we get to that, whether it's a month of planning or a week of planning, we are so sexually aroused. We practically jump each other's bones before we get to the destination. And I believe foreplay starts the moment that penetration ends. Mm, yes, I love that. I've talked about that a lot of a lot on the podcast that you know foreplay starts after the last orgasm or laugh after penetration ends. And I love the idea of sexy getaways. I find myself and my current partner really utilizing this, and you've shared some tips with me that have made it so helpful that we're going to talk about. But we both have busy lives. And the only way to really meet up is at a destination somewhere that's neither of our homes majority of the time. And it's really fun though, because you can kind of explore a new area and see each other in maybe a different way. And sometimes in relationships, you have to find new ways that work for your relationship. And what worked maybe two years ago before COVID doesn't work now, or whatever the situation looks like, like it it doesn't always look the same. So when you were talking about your sexy getaways, you were talking about how it's like foreplay planning. What do you do in your planning process that really makes it so sexy? We first choose our destination, wherever it may be. Sometimes it's a surprise for the other person. So we use our love languages and we use that as part of the planning process. So sometimes I'm like, what are you doing on April 27th, Saturday? Great. Pack a bag. You need swim trunks, a towel, and sneakers. That's it. And you're meeting me at this destination and we're going to travel together. And I go along the entire planning process to bring it as a surprise and their love language of what they're going to be receiving. We've planned trips together. We've planned sexy getaways together as well too, where during the process, we're like, this destination looks fantastic. And we start looking at Airbnbs and different places to go out and eat and other places that we can go, maybe watch a show together. And the whole time we're thinking of this, we're like, hey, why don't you grab that remote control toy? That would be perfect for the show. Hey, why don't you grab that flavored lubricant you absolutely love? And we can do oral on the way, doing like a road trip or picking out a piece of lingerie. Hey, sweetie, I know 
that you love to see me in these pieces of lingerie. Let's go shopping together and you pick out what you'd like to see on me and I'll wear it at this destination when we go. And we use all these different tools where we can communicate together what we both like. And it's just dirty talk in a way that's not so out of the norm of a conversation. Mm, That sounds so fun. And all I can think of when you said a toy, a concert, (laughs) some sort of show, I'm just like, oh my God, watch me be the one where it gets turned on during the quiet part. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So uh, we went out to dinner one night and I was like, grab the toy. It's been a few weeks since we've seen each other. And I'm in heels in a nice short dress and I have the remote control toy in and I go to stand up to walk to the hostess stand that we got called up to and it goes off. And I swear I almost fell on the pavement. I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? It's one of our favorite things to incorporate. I just had a client who is having difficulties connecting with her partner and they just went to a very inexpensive adult bookstore. They bought a $10 vibrator and it changed where they've been together for over 15 years and not having desires. She was very... She was unpleased with what was happening. She didn't know how to open up that communication. All it took was that $10 vibrator. And now their communication has exploded. And she said she had the best sex that she's ever had that night with her partner. Mm, That's such a good reminder that toys are your partner. They are not the enemy. They can help you explore new ways of receiving pleasure, which allows you to be able to potentially communicate that better. Oh, most definitely. One of our favorite things that we did was the green light, red light list that we have. And as we were going through it, my partner was like, Ooh, what's this? Maybe I want to be touched there as well too. I'm like, okay, fantastic. I can take the toy and gently massage over your pants in that area or over your underwear and see how you feel. And if it's a green light, let's move forward with it. Let's take that to the next level. So we're able to take baby steps with bedroom accessories to discover different pleasure spots in our erogenous areas. I had a woman who could orgasm from being massaged on her collarbone. And she discovered it through using a bedroom accessory. Mm, that's so cool. I wonder what erotic blueprint she is. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm going to have to reach out and ask her. Be yeah. like, Take this for me. <laughs> Part of me wonders if that's almost, although this in this situation it was touch, but potentially energetic in that that type of energy can create orgasm for her. You brought up planning a trip based on your love language. Let's talk about the love languages really quick. What are they? Um, So the love languages, there are five different categories and service, physical touch, quality of time, and gifts. So when taking these in, 
I'm a words of affirmation. So I love to hear from my partner saying, wow, I really love how you look in that lingerie. Or I really, really love when you wear that red dress and those sexy heels. Guess what I'm doing? I'm wearing that red dress and those sexy heels for my partner because they just filled my cup. What we find a lot of times is we actually give in the way we want to receive our love. And that's not always what your partner feels love with. And you can take this and you can put it into foreplay. You can put it into the sexy getaways and you can take it just into your everyday love relationships as well too. My partner's quality of time. So what that means is putting down my cell phone, being completely turned off to everything else and giving him my undivided attention. So when we go and we plan that, we planned a camping getaway where there was no cell phone service as soon as you entered in. We go to places that neither of us are knowing because we are both business owners in a smaller area. So we can get away from who we are and who we identify as, as a professional. And we can be our unapologetic selves explore these different things that we have been fantasizing about. Mm, I love, love, love that. I am realizing as you say this, so my, I, my three love languages, quality time, acts of service, and then words of affirmation. As you're saying this, it literally just dawned on me that words of affirmation is like how... I have been using it in my current relationship. And it's just so interesting to me because I'm always looking for the positive verbal reinforcement. And like, hey, I did this. Hint, hint. Tell me I did a good job. Pay attention. So it's just interesting because it, it just now dawned on me how I am seeking words of affirmation from my partner. We talked about kind of quality time that that would look like turning off your phones, being very present. If somebody is acts of service, what might that look like on a sexy getaway? Ooh, this is fantastic. And we've done this too. We found a local spa that had a couple's refresher room. And what this looked like was you walked into this beautiful room with leather chairs and a fireplace and a walk-in shower that was half the room. They served you coffee, wine, or tea of your choice with huge, luxurious robes. And the shower had 16 different shower heads. And what you did was you put on this body scrub on each other. Then you went and rinsed it off. And then you put on a clay mask all over each other's bodies and sat in front of the fireplace. And then you rinsed off. And then you massaged each other down with a luxurious cream lotion. This could be an acts of service. This is giving a service to your partner. And we did it together. And it was so beautiful. It was 70 minutes. We actually ran out of hot water because we were there for like well over 70 minutes for sure. And it was just an experience together of feeling comfortable with each other's bodies, being comfortable with your own body, knowing and discovering in a gentle way of just touching different areas, 
Do you not like your butt touched, right? This is a gentle way to go across that to see your comfortability level in a non-sexual way. It ends up turning you on when you take that orgasm off the table. And then if you wanted to do a gift, that's probably one of the easiest ways. Purchasing a bedroom accessory together or a lubrication, heading to your local adult bookstore together, going shopping together or surprising your partner with a new piece of lingerie. If it is a penis play partner, you can get nice silky boxers for them or something that's going to bring that sexy getaway full circle for you. Mm, That sounds so phenomenal. And there's like three things that come to mind. First of which is I just told my partner recently, I was like, you know, I would really like a new, new piece of lingerie. Hint, hint. Like I didn't say the hint, hint part, but he he got the hint. I'm sure on one of the weekends coming up that that's going to show up either on my doorstep or at the trip. But the other thing that, that I loved is the spa idea. And A, I'm going to need to know where that is. But B, you can re- recreate this at home. Like you don't have to do this at a spa. This is a setting that you could do at home. Maybe you have a babysitter. If you have children, get rid of them for the night or at a local hotel. Because if you go to a hotel, then the water is there to be not yours. So something to keep in mind as well. But you can totally do this. And I'm curious, how did you not, or maybe you did, have sex in the spa? There's no cameras. Nobody checks on you. (laughs) Got it. Because I was like, there's no way after three rounds of touching each other everywhere and body scrubbing every crack and crevice, if you know what I mean, that you're not going to want to do a little bit more. And a reminder on that as well, too, is you don't have to have sex until you orgasm. You can use this and get that build on and almost create that edging effect that people are seeking and be like, okay, this felt really good. It filled my cup. It was pleasurable for both of us. Did either of us have an orgasm? No, but guess what we're going to do as soon as we get home. We're going to be thinking about it the whole drive home or through dinner. And those you can use as your own mind porn for future. You can, oh, and that spa, like hands down, the best thing ever. Um, this one specifically is in York where I reside. Um, it was a very new feature that they were doing. They had too many massage rooms. So they took upon themselves to turn their massage room into a refresher as they call it. And like you're saying, you can recreate these things at home. I do highly recommend though, if you do live at home and you have children, don't do it at home. What happens is our brains are thinking about so much other things around the house. Schedule it and leave your home. There are so many different ways to do this inexpensively. If you don't want to go to a hotel, there are Airbnbs that are beautiful. You don't have to clean. You don't have to wash the sheets. You're not tripping over kids' toys. You're going to a different environment. You're getting out of your personal life and you're getting out of your head as well too being able to give a clean slate for you and your partner to experience either something new or just reconnect again. And I think that's such a good reminder because so many people get quote caught up in, you know, if you're at home, 
all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, we can do this another day because we've got all of these other things that should have been done today that we didn't have time. But if you paid for someplace or you have something scheduled that's not negotiable, that can't be changed, you're going to put all of your home stuff aside and you're going to walk out the door with your bag and go enjoy yourself with your partner. So I love that. Yes. And there are Airbnbs out there that cater to this as well too. So if you are wanting to explore some fantasies that you and your partner have, you can actually go right onto Airbnb and they have specific rooms. Think 50 Shades of Grey Red Room. And you can rent these out. They are completely 100% sanitized in between and they provide everything that you would need without having to purchase it. So you get to go in and you get the jacuzzi, you get the X, you get the door swing, you get the bondage stuff, and you get to be someone who you're not at home. And I highly recommend looking these up. Um, Again, I live in New York. There's quite a few in Ohio. You can find these on Airbnb, or you can just go ahead and Google them as well. What the hell are you searching on Airbnb to pull this up? Because I have not heard of this. And hell yes, we need to know how to find this. Oh, good. Um, I honestly just put in like couples getaway um, and scrolled a little bit and stumbled upon it. As soon as I saw it, though, I knew this was not all advertised out there. It's not something that's going to be a quick, easy find. It's kind of looking for like resources on anal sex. Like you're not really going to find it unless you're searching for it. But yeah, there's many different places that do this. I do know there are also couples resorts as well too within the United States that offer different retreats on this. There's one out in the Poconos that you can go into and you get the round vibrating bed. You get a two-level mirrored glass room And again, it's taking you out of your routine sex. And I don't know about you, but I would be fine if that just happened once every like month. I would put all my money towards that and all my time and my energy and look forward to it versus going to dinner at TGI Fridays once a week. Absolutely. And I feel like I've been living under a rock because I had no idea that these existed. And I'm like, what a great way to explore something new. So if there is something you may want to explore, but going to a sex party may not feel comfortable for you and your partner, you can still get the same type of atmosphere without the other people in these ways. So this is awesome. I love it. Oh, I love that. I love that you brought that up as well too. I do know between clients and myself, there is always the conversation of, sex parties, swinging, threesomes. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and we cannot predict our future emotions. So you may be okay with it right now talking to your partner. You may have a solid foundation, but the moment you may see them getting pleasure from someone else or vice versa, you can't predict what your future emotions are going to be. So why not take a baby step into that? Go to another town where nobody knows you. They don't know you're together. Go into the bar separately and flirt with people at the bar. And then you actually go home together. Get to fantasize about what you just did, but you're not entering anyone else into the relationship or the bedroom until you're ready for it. 
I love that. That's kind of like a baby step if you're wanting to explore that. And I love that you brought up, you can't predict your emotions because there. I have a prime example of this. There was a time where I had a threesome encounter with a girlfriend of mine and a partner of mine. It was something that he had wanted. He had given me two men. So it was kind of one of these things like we were just play partners. So I agreed to bring a girlfriend in. And it was all fine. Like the experience was fine. The experience was great. But then after the effect, after the fact, I felt like I was neglected. And there were a lot of emotions that came up, even though we're play partners, we're not in a relationship, like we just played. There was still a lot that came up. And so I talked to him about how, hey, if we're going to do this in the future, these are some ways that I need to be supported so that these emotions can be kind of quote dealt with. And again, we never had an opportunity to explore after that. But even if we did do these things that I thought would help, it may not have actually helped. And I may still have had those emotions after the fact, even if we try to be proactive about it. And so I so love that you brought that up because going into it, I'm like, hell yeah, this is cool, whatever. And then when I felt like I wasn't getting the amount of attention that I wanted after the fact, like even during, I was fine. But after the fact, I was like, wait a minute. And so it's interesting. The way we reflect on things is definitely interesting. And there's so much that goes through our minds in the moment. And a lot of it is pleasure. But then when we sit back, we truly think about it. And you did absolutely the right thing by discussing that openly afterwards and outside the bedroom as well, too. Our partners are not mind readers. So we need to be able to openly discuss these things. and. Laying down ground rules is okay when going into these. Um, I remember being the third person and my ground rule was, I will never kiss on the mouth. That is it. I found that to be intimate. It was like, this is not intimacy. This is called sex, y'all. And laying down those ground rules and everyone's comfortable with it. And then afterward, grab a drink or a cup of coffee and discuss it, especially if you're all friends as well too. So you all feel comfortable moving forward, whether you do something or you don't do something. Mm, I love that idea to all have a talk afterwards to kind of discuss the experience and, and debrief really. Something that came up for me when you said that was kissing on the mouth. So I remember like in college, I had this partner who would never kiss me on the mouth. And it was because we were just hooking up. We were friends with benefits for 10 years through multiple relationships. Like we would do our own thing. Like we'd have relationships. And then if it fell through, we would meet back up, but would never kiss on the mouth because he felt like it was too intimate. And interestingly enough, that that is kind of a behavior because I did see him for so long it's a behavior that I've kind of continued into my life and that sometimes I forget to kiss and that I'm just like, it's the weirdest thing ever, but that is what sex was for me for so long and totally can relate because it adds a whole, for me too, it adds a whole different level of intimacy where it's not just getting off, I guess you could say. I completely agree with that. Definitely. And bringing that like full circle to the sexy getaways, if you do have a friends with benefits or a fuck buddy as well too, what greater way than to plan something with them? 
And again, plan it out of your hometown. Get away from it. There, I cannot recommend enough on going Airbnb. And personally for myself, what we do is I have all these lists and on my wish list, and they're labeled differently. They're labeled as what kind of getaway that we want. Do we want a sexy, sultry, like Caribbean kind of getaway where we can walk around topless or nude and just be there and eat these spicy kind of delicious foods and touch things with our mouths? Or do we want to go into a cabin in the middle of the woods in winter with a hot tub and just bring wine and whiskey and make home-cooked food and just snuggle in the cold weather under a fur blanket naked. So we create wish lists on what we want to do. And we start looking for these places and add them to it. Ooh, I love that. I have so many ideas to share with you, but I feel like having access to some of your wish lists would be so nice for people to have some of these already picked out and because it takes a lot of time to search the Airbnb and find all of these things. One other thing I wanted to talk about as far as sexy getaways is tips. Do you have any tips that you would like to share for the listeners? 100%. First of all, schedule them. Look at your calendar, schedule it. That is going to build up the foreplay alone, just picking a date, putting it on the calendar, and then planning it out. And then when you figure out what theme you want to do with it, do you want something that's naughty and frisky? Are you going someplace that's going to be maybe a strip club together? Or are you looking for more of just a very sensual, calming kind of thing where you can go into that cabin getaway? And once you pick the theme of it, start picking things to go along with that as well too. So we use toy totes as when we bring them and each are themed. So for example, the remote control toy is in a specific colored toy tote matching with the lubrication, the arousal cream, and all the things that we want in that experience. Now, this is a tip. If you do fly and you want some of these items there, you can go ahead and especially if it's an Airbnb, you can ship it in a discreet priority box right to that address and it's going to be there waiting for you. Or better yet, why not order something and have it delivered to that address? So when you arrive, you have something new, something fresh for that specific time. And you're always going to remember that. So if it's a piece of lingerie from Victoria's Secret and you have it shipped there and you get there, you put it on, you come home. Every time you put that piece of lingerie on, it's going to bring up the amazing pleasure that you had with your partner, that connection that you had, and you're able to recreate that again and again. We connect different things. So like, for example, when you have sex and your partner has a certain scent to them, every time you smell that scent, you're going to think of what happened at that moment. And it recreates the arousal through different sensations as well too, or physical pieces. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. I love it. You brought up the airport and there's just something that I have to add 
about the airport because last weekend, my partner and I were in the airport together and we were walking around and he pointed out these rooms that you can sleep in and happened to note that there are no cameras in the room and couples can go in together. And so if you are maybe a couple who travels and you want to get a quick quote, power nap before your flight, that's something else that you can kind of take a look at as well. I love that. I'm adding that to my bucket list. We have a sexy getaway yes. bucket list. <laughs> that's that's going to be awesome. on there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So if the listeners take one thing away from today's conversation, what would you want it to be? I really want people to know that don't put sex on the back burner. Again, it is one of those things that we easily dismiss because it is an easy thing to pass up. Oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, I'm not in the mood for that. We don't have enough time without the kids for that, et cetera. Schedule it, make it a priority because at the end of the day, when everything is stripped away and you're retired, your house is paid off. Maybe your kids are old enough that they're graduating and living their lives. It's just you and your partner. Do you feel connected to your partner or do you feel like you lost them through the transition called life? Keep the connection, make it a priority and schedule some goddamn sexy getaways. Yes. I love that. And I think that so many people can relate to that and that life happens. And if you're not actively taking a role to grow together, you're going to grow apart. And sex is a huge way to develop a relationship together or continue the intimacy. And it's a huge part of relationships. And so making sure that you prioritize that. Erica, this has been such an amazing conversation and I am so fired up about all of this. So many new things that I want to try. And I've got so many ideas flowing through my head. Where can the listeners find you at? I am on Instagram, Rose, and Facebook, Rose as well too. I'm currently, we are enrolling for our Heat Up Your Intimacy course. And this is tools, guides, and resources to assist you along your sexy confidence, unlocking your pleasures and desires, and giving you the confidence to be able to speak with your partner on the communication, on what you're both looking for, and growing together as well too. In the fall, taking the sexy getaway, as well as a blend of heat up your intimacy, we will be offering a retreat on the lake in New York. Ooh, awesome. I love that. I'm so excited for you. And if you guys are interested in learning about either of those, getting more information, slider DM on Instagram, all the links will be posted in the show notes. Anything else today, Erica? I'm in abundance of being on this. Thank you so much for having me. I have definitely some little notes that I'm going to add that I got from you as well too, to my sexy getaway guide. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Where can we get this sexy getaway guide at? Is going to be on my Instagram linked for you. When you go ahead and drop in your email, it will be auto sent over to you. I love that. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life? 
or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandonnell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.